You're listening to the Inner Goddess Rising Podcast. My name is Ann Sison, and I'm here to help you kick your inner mean girl to the curb so you can attract the life you desire. Hey, 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 everyone. How are you doing? Last week, I talked a bit about motivation and some things you can do to help yourself feel motivated. Not feeling motivated can trigger my inner mean girl to get pretty vocal. I assume that if my mean girl is fueled by a lack of motivation, yours might be too. Today, I want to dive deeper into the habits and routines piece of motivation, because having a good start and end to my day seems to help put my inner mean girl in her place, which is quiet and out of the way. So these are things that I've tried to be true, my opinions, and I've found that sharing what I do can inspire people, just like other people have inspired me. So let's start with habits. Some are beneficial and some are definitely not. A habit is something that you subconsciously do that seems to have a life of its own, like driving a car or riding a bike. Once you learn how, you don't really have to think too much about it. Sometimes your mind can get so lost in la-la land that you don't even remember the journey of the actual drive itself, right? A routine is a string of things that you do for a purpose, or it could be a string of habits that also seem to have a life of their own. You can set yourself up for success with a good routine, or you can mindlessly do the same thing each day, not even realizing how it's affecting you. An example of this is morning coffee. Coffee is a habit that I have, and it's actually a habit that I quite love. I like the smell, and I like the taste, and it literally makes my morning feel like it just works. It could be a bad habit if you consider too much caffeine bad, but the ritual of the hot beverage in the morning on its own isn't bad. I have cut caffeine completely at one point, but then I just switched to decaf at that point because tea in the morning didn't cut it for me. I needed that heartier, full-bodied coffee flavor and smell. It's comforting to me. It wakes me up. To me, it's a good habit because it signifies energy, the start of a new day. It's motivation for me, whether it has caffeine or not. The habit of needing to sit with my first cup and do nothing else except drink it on my couch Wrapped in my blanket, cuddling with my dogs is something that works for me, but it can become an unhealthy habit if it's a weekday and I add mindlessly scrolling through social media to that time. Now, social media is not bad in and of itself. For me, social media can be a bad habit first thing in the morning, though. The reason is because in the morning, we have a fresh, clean slate. Unless you have diligently cleaned up your social media feed to only show you feel-good things, You're subjecting your mind to other people's problems and opinions. I follow Dr. Joe Dispenza. I read a lot of his books, and he says that your mind is more malleable in the morning, so it's best to feed it well. If you need something to read or look at, choose uplifting subjects that you have control over. I used to wake up, scroll social media while drinking my coffee, take a shower, get ready, and go off to work. At some point, I added walking my dogs to the morning routine, and just doing that one little tweak of getting outside for fresh air helped make my day feel smoother. On my drive to work, I used to either have silence or listen to music, which got permeated with news stories and commercials. I hated that. I hated that I had to waste an hour a day in the car. I could think of a million other things I would rather be doing than sitting in the car. But since we aren't living like the Jetsons yet, it was necessary. One day, I switched it up to podcasts, and it became a time of learning and personal growth for me. 
So it no longer felt like 30 minutes of wasted time and I actually looked forward to traffic jams. Imagine that, right? Think about your morning habits and routines. Do they support the life you wanna be living? Are they mindless habits or are you intentional about what you do and how you spend that few precious hours of the start to your day? The same thing can be applied to the evening time too. Do you eat dinner and then flop onto the couch to numb out in front of the TV? What's on the TV? Do you snack late at night, sleep restlessly, and then feel crummy in the morning? This week in my Facebook group, we will be diving deeper into the how-to of setting good habits and routines. So come on over and join us. But even something as simple as doing the same things in the same way each night can signal to your brain that it's time to wind down. Sleep is so important, you guys. It's the time when our brains actually sort and either absorb the information we learn throughout the day or toss it into the recycle bin. Our brains are very similar to computers. Think about a computer. If something goes wrong, what's the first question anyone asks? Did you reboot it? Sleep is an extremely necessary reboot for your brain. During sleep, our brains are sorting through that information from the day and either storing it or tossing it out. And if we don't sleep well, our brains aren't able to do that job well. Again, I'm going to ask, what information are you feeding your brain before you go to sleep? Do you go to bed and lay there looking at the bright screen of your phone? The light from your phone can prevent your body from producing the necessary amount of melatonin needed to signal sleep. We have such complex bodies and brains but they are really simple when you understand the processes. We need melatonin to sleep and serotonin helps to wake us up. A dark room is perfect for sleep, but we need the sun to trigger serotonin, which is a hormone, and that helps us wake up. If you can manage to produce the conditions necessary to trigger these hormones, you'll experience more restful nights and easier wake-ups with more productive days. We can help our bodies to produce these hormones with dimming the lights at night and avoiding bright screens for melatonin. And for serotonin, expose yourself to sunlight. Open the curtains, go outside. Certain foods can trigger each hormone too. Then there's alcohol, which reduces melatonin. So if you're regularly drinking a beer or a glass of wine to calm your nerves and mind, you are actually inhibiting the effectiveness of melatonin in your body. If you sleep with room darkening curtains that don't allow the sun to shine in the window in the morning, and then you sleep until noon and feel groggy, it's because your body isn't getting the exposure to the sun to produce the serotonin necessary to make waking up feel good. Think about how you can arrange your routines and help with sleeping and waking up. I used to watch crime shows at night, and I know plenty of people who watch the news just before falling asleep on the couch. I would feel stressed when I did this and have nightmares involving the characters from the shows, and then I would sleep fitfully. Now, I read myself to sleep, and it's usually something for personal development. I choose personal development over fiction because that is the sort of information I want to be stored in my brain. And when I read fiction, I tend to read past the point of being overtired. Doesn't matter how tired I am, if it's a good story, I'm reading it. It's easier to set down a nonfiction book to me when my eyes are telling me that they're done. Habits and routines are a huge part of being able to get motivated and stay motivated. They're also one small part of what we do when you work with me. I help coach women to quiet the inner mean girl voice so they can transform their daily lives and are empowered to pursue and accomplish the life of their dreams. What have you wanted to do or have by now that you just can't seem to accomplish? I have a few complimentary calls available in my schedule this week, 
So click the link in the notes and get on a call with me. We can talk about your habits, your routines, and all sorts of things that might be keeping you from the life you want. And join me again next Wednesday. Can't wait to talk to you all then. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share with everyone you know who might benefit from it. I look forward to seeing everyone in our Facebook group, Inner Goddess Rising. Have a great week.